Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Okay, the room tone hath been received. Time for a little sound. Checky, check, check. Say it ain't so. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Bounce, 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 bounce. Say Drew Bledsoe. My love is a life taker. All right, sound sounds pretty good to me. Here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Tie Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they free. Sold 143. Coming hotter at you guys than sold 142. And I'm flanked on my left and right by offensive and defensive coordinators. Nikki Snacks Karida and Alex Tossing the Rock to Sopolis. We also have a special guest in the building today. Our buddy, former wide receiver at Washington State. He led the team in receiving all three years he was there. Freshman year, sophomore year, and his junior year. He led it as a freshman, which is kind of impressive as redshirt freshman. Uh, He has one of the most amazing catches in Washington State history, and honestly, one of the most amazing catches I've ever seen in my entire life in the Apple Cup when they beat Washington, the only time beat them. We welcome to the studio, Philip Bobo is in the house, guys. What's happening? Yeah, (laughs) Philip is here, guys. And just in case you forgot, we are brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. If you don't have any idea how big Los Angeles is, go on Google Maps, get the scale going, and look it up. It is massive. It is straight up just a bunch of places, okay, confined in one area. It's like not even a city. It's just like a county. It is huge, and Believe is the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. So one question for you guys out there. Do you believe? Believe, 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 believe. And before we get to the big-time show, we got to give a quick shout-out to my buddy, Tommy Murphy, who works for TZA. Okay, he sent us a bunch of CBD. You know, you, you guys know we love to do some work with CBD. So he sent us some <laughs> CBD pouches, okay, and some, like, herb pouches and if you don't know what pouches are basically a pouch is they put tobacco in this pouch with like fiberglass and you put it in your mouth and you dip it and you spit it. it's a very southern thing to do um and it just gives you a head buzz it's like instead of smoking but if you don't want the whole tobacco thing if that scares you we got these cbd pouches and these tea pouches and i'd be lying if i said i did not have one in my mouth at all times over the past 48 hours (laughs) this stuff is awesome nikki snacks Kreider, who doesn't even do 
the tobacco version of this has even tried this. Toss has tried this as well, and he does. He I don't even think he's ever done tobacco his entire life. All right, we love this stuff. So Tom Murphy, thank you. If you don't know what it is, go check it out. That's T Za T E A capital Z and the A uh, A. <laughs> go check that and out, guys. Uh. For, for the fans out there, if you don't know how we do the interview shows when we have a guest. This is how it breaks down. We do a four-down territory, four questions. We're going to rip at Bobo right now. The last question being his favorite sports memory. Okay, that's the last one. So you have time to think about that, Philip. But now we will kick it off with four-down territory. First down, you played wide receiver at a very high level. This is not the wide receiver class where you have that A.J. Green, Julio Jones. You have that workout junkie in D.K. Metcalf, but he didn't put up those eye-opening stats. He wasn't like a consensus top receiver coming into the season, and he's not even the consensus number one receiver going into the draft right now. Who are some of your favorite wide receivers in this year's draft class? I like his teammate. What's his teammate's name? A.J. Brown. Yeah, he's nice. I like him. I like. He's my favorite. He's your favorite? Yeah. I like him. I like the guy from... Arizona State. Oh, my favorite. Nikhil Harry. Yes. He can catch nice. anything, dude. And I like the guy from Oklahoma. Hollywood Brown. Antonio Brown's cousin. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's got speed. He's nice, too. He's speed. He's got speed. Other than that, man, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, except in four, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The so two, 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 uh, two boys does. over there from Ole Miss. Ole Miss. And then uh, – Mm-hmm. Oklahoma and, and Arizona. Yeah. What about the quarterback position? Now you had the pleasure. Your quarterback is one of the is an all time great college quarterback. He's one of the like the few guys that are like the consensus number one quarterbacks taken. And when you're playing with him, did you know Bledsoe was that kind of player? And did are there any quarterbacks you see in this draft that are similar to that that carry that same pedigree? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Well, when Drew came in, wh- who was there? Uh, Brad Gosson and. Aaron Garcia. And it was funny, Coach Price didn't didn't know what to do at the time. We actually he actually rotated three quarterbacks against U, uh, USC. Mm-hmm. Uh Drew's true freshman year was my redshirt freshman year, and that was the first time Drew actually got on the field. But you know, he rotated and and Drew being the last one, it was actually our first touchdown together, 65 yarder. He actually Dang. threw it. He actually threw it five, and I kind of skirted down the sideline, sixty-five. Uh, from that point on, he attained a starting job. And you know, you know those prototypes. He's a prototype quarterback. Yeah. He had a rifle. Um, I mean, this is a guy that's a Hall of Fame type quarterback if he never gets hurt in the NFL. I, absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, that's why I hate the Patriots to this day. I thought he got a raw deal, but you know <laughs> he he. Oh my God, yeah, he I did get a raw deal, hundred percent. There's no, but you, you can't argue with it. But but now knowing what Bill Belichick does, like hindsight twenty twenty, can't you, argue you with can't, it. Yeah, you right. So to answer your question, I, you you could tell pretty early that Drew had what it takes because his rifle was crazy. Every quarterback I played with after that, I would compare to Drew. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we knew it. You knew it then and there. Are there any of these guys? We have Kyler Murray, we have Drew Locke, we have Dwayne Haskins, we have Will Greer, a guy that we all love. 
who isn't getting a lot of hype in the media, but we're hearing rumblings of him slowly moving up draft boards. And then you have Daniel Jones at a Duke, who is that prototype, but doesn't have that production on the field. Of mm-hmm. those five main guys, is there anyone you really like? You could see a guy like, okay, you see Drew Bledsoe on the field. You catch passes from him. You see that kind of prototypical. You see that star in the making. I don't see anyone that reminds me of Drew, but I can tell you what, this guy, uh, Haskins, this is the real deal. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Warren Moon. In a lot of ways. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Yeah, that I, is a good one. I think I think he uh, I think he's gonna do some things. I and, and you know I'm a I'm a Raider guy. Um, that's your team. Yeah, Raider Nation, baby. Wow. I even though you played for the Los Angeles Rams, I didn't throw that in the intro. I played for the Raiders too. Oh hell yeah! I didn't know that. Raider Nation. So that's uh, that's kind of I was gonna say. Um, so I and I hate to even say this out loud, but I I'm. I want them to trade their car, get them a couple pieces, and and draft Haskins at the four. Because yeah. I think because I Ooh. think Kyler Murray's gone, and I tell you why I say that. And 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 I know they need defense. I know they need defense. That boy out of uh, Alabama's nice. The the dude out of uh, Duke is nice. Um, but I don't think now that they have A B over there, mm-hmm. I don't think uh, Derek Carr can play with A B. The quarterback has to match the talent. Drew and I, we matched. Conversely, there was a quarterback that I played with in uh, Amsterdam. He didn't match what I had on the field. Mm-hmm. Therefore, our production was – I still led in, in receiving, and it'll never be broken because the league is defunct now. But the quarterback has to match the talent, and I'm not sure that Derek Carr can match A.B.'s talent. I definitely see a little bit of trouble in paradise happening this season when A.B.'s going to get started and get frustrated with Derek Carr. Because he's not Ben Roethlisberger. And he's not Ben Roethlisberger in the last couple of years after he got hurt. He hasn't been the Derek Carr that he was. Oh, right. Since he got hurt in that year they were going to the playoffs, yes. and he had, to, he had to start that kid out of Michigan State. Yes. His name is escaping me right now. What's that kid's name? Out of Michigan State? Yeah, what was Who his I, name? Oh God, why am I blanking on drafting? I could tell you when he was drafting the fourth round. You know, the, the white kid, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan State. He was out of there, but he came. Uh, Mc, was it Cobb? McCombs? Mc, no, no, not. I don't know. Damn, why am I blanking on that? We need to get a little research going. I like know what he looks like too. I know what he looks like too, and I know when he was picked. Uh, it's crazy. The um, well, I don't think Connor uh, Cook. Connor Cook. Connor Cook. Yeah. That's who. It That's was. what it God. was. That's what, what it was. Yeah. Fart. But but when Drew when um uh Derek came back. The last couple of years, he just hadn't been the same quarterback. And, and he wasn't you could, the you, same quarterback last year, dude. That's what I mean. The last two. So, I mean, but you can you can tell when a quarterback is playing confidently. He just didn't play confidently. No. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And he's he's got, like, A.B. has skills, like, beyond skills. Like, he's one of the best receivers I've seen. He's got, in, a, in our lifetime, I would put him, I would probably put him second in my lifetime that I've seen. at their In their prime. I would say top five in our well, lifetime. You guys' lifetime is different from my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got like I could double you guys. So that's another. I'm thing. not going to put doing research on you. You're a lot older than I thought. Man. Yeah, you look good. Man. I'm not going. Thanks, man. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to put them. I'm not going to put them above, like like my top three. Yeah, but Randy all Moss in there, right? All time receivers. My top three is one Randy Moss, two Chris Carter, three Jerry Rice. And then, well, then you Terrell think Chris Owens. Carter is that. better than Jerry Rice? Absolutely. Why? Well, he's got he's got better hands. He's faster. He runs better routes. Those are the metrics for a receiver. Now you got to understand, like when you have 
the perfect system for the perfect player, it works. Jerry Rice, San Francisco's perfect system for him. But you put him isolated like one-on-one on the outside or, you know, have to run different specifically, specific routes, changes the game. Yeah. You know, changes the game. I love that you said Randy Moss, number one, because I always fight with these two, and they always have – Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. Sorry, I have Randy Moss in one. They always have Jerry Rice. So yeah, I love that you did that. Randy Moss is the best player I've ever seen, receiver I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I actually put Antonio Brown ahead of Calvin Johnson. And that's tough for me to do. See, Calvin, Calvin, is a, Calvin got an incomplete for me. I don't, I don't. It's like me at Washington State. There was a question asked to uh, one, of the, one of the reasons I went there, to Tim Stallworth, who's the best receivers. Uh, in Washington State history, and he put it incomplete on mine because I didn't have a senior year. If I if I would have stayed my senior year, I would have owned every record in the school history, right? And still probably wouldn't have been broken because I would have been way more productive. But well, and I, I would have had every record after I would I, had, I left when I had 18 catches, 200 yards, and uh, uh, I think it was like four touchdowns to go, and I would have owned all the records. That's crazy. I would have had that in like two, three games, right? Maybe, so, maybe one game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I say that to say is, um, you think even if Bledsoe's gone, you still put up those numbers? Man, we had a guy, Mike Pattinson. He was incredible. We we were scout team together. He was a quarterback for scout team, and I was a scout team running back. But we were nice together. I was looking forward to playing with him, actually. So why do you leave? I mean, that's complicated, man. It's it's deep. It's complicated. It's got a lot of. Uh, are we going there on this? Is yeah, that, if is you're, that no, if, yeah, if you're comfortable with it. If you're not comfortable. Well, man, uh, you know, I, I, it's, not a, it's not a matter of comfort. It's, you know, it's, uh, you're taking me back. So I had a son uh, when I left high school. She was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She got pregnant. Uh, well, actually, she had the baby when I was in school. Uh, then she disappeared. Saw the baby, met the baby, and then I went back to school. Then she disappeared, right, for three years. And I had everybody looking for her. Nobody could find her. My dad was incarcerated. My mom always had uh, issues. So there's this guy, Ron Brown. Remember that name? It sounds familiar. The Olympic sprinter. He played with the Rams. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was fast. Yeah, yeah, he was blazing. But he was a (laughs) childhood (laughs) hero of mine. He did business with my father uh so the, the story goes he, he hit me up and kind of convinced me to leave school uh and at the time I'm looking at my life I'm like okay then all of a sudden I, I do great at the at the copper bowl all of a sudden I get a call from my son's mother we're back you know I, I got a divorce well, she got married to somebody Oh, wow. Then, Ron, you should leave, man. San Diego wants you the first round. Okay. Dad's in jail. Oh, I can help him. My mom always need help. It's the right thing to do, man. Leave school. Go get this paper to help people. See yourself. Turns out, Ron, you know, he had his own reasons. He, my father owed him money. Trying to get it from me. So those are the real reasons that, uh, you know, an unprotected, 20-year-old would make a rash decision like that. Right. And and I'd say it's rash because I didn't make the decision until the day I was supposed to declare. 
keep in mind, he was in my head for pretty much the whole year. He was in my head. You know, we came down to the Super Bowl and was kicking it with Def Row and Suge and Snoop, and it was all great. You know, I had money, I had women. He, he did it. Got me. The day of is when I declared. And I knew it was the wrong decision, but I did it anyway. Damn. So Damn. that's what changed everything. But if I had if I had gone back, uh, you know, they were going to put me in the backfield, and I, I would have had a, a really, really, really great career over there. I mean, I still had a great, you know, I still had a great career that snow catch, they still play before every game. Like you, I'm, we're going to put it on our Instagram tomorrow on our stories. So as many people can view it as possible. This, I watched the snow catch. We, I hadn't seen it before. You had spoken to us about it, like just to get rid of the beer. And I watched it today in my room. And I thought to myself, if I was on a beach guarded by a belligerent drunk, I could not make that catch. Like in the in the most pristine <laughs> weather, guarded by a, someone who was shit house hammered, I wouldn't be able to do it. It is one of the most unbelievable. It's in the fucking snow, in a yeah. blizzard. It's like in a blizzard. Yeah. The fact that you could even see that ball coming your way is. You know what? It wasn't even thrown to me. Throw to Davis, right? It was thrown to CJ, and Drew admitted that later on in the years when we were on the golf course, actually. Uh, but he threw it. And I knew CJ wasn't going to get it. So we watched it afterwards in slow motion. And sure enough, CJ wouldn't have got that ball. That's crazy. It's funny. I watched the video of Drew talking about how he threw it up there for CJ. Yeah. But he couldn't see because right. so, there was so much snow. Right. And then you see him. If you watch the video, you'll see it tomorrow. But he, he sprints. He starts sprinting to the end zone. And you're just – you're right there with the ball yeah. in your arms curled <laughs> up against the goalpost. You know what? My I, I knew I shook my guy, and I was – I felt like, you know, you can feel when somebody's on you. I felt like my guy wasn't on me. The, the ball was in the air. I looked at CJ. CJ was covered. So I just like, fuck it. And went for it. But we slowed the tape. CJ would not have gotten that ball. Straight That's up. awesome. It's an awesome play. Because I mean, he, his trajectory was off. Oh yeah, he he was overthrown. Like yeah, was yeah. I went I went underneath. He went up top. I'm like, he's not gonna get that ball. So I got that I got it for you. The pile on in the snow must have been epic. Uh, that was incredible, man. It was incredible. And you they they had now and they had beaten you. They, not Washington had smacked you guys twice. Uh, the year before, yeah. And the year before that, yeah. even worse. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. that's they when were, they had Edmund and them those guys. So that's when that defense. That's by far the best defense I've ever played against. They were like the number five team in the country. Oh, well, they were number one in '90. They shared the championship with Miami. Yeah, they were national champion. Uh, it was inc- no, seriously, the defense was incredible, man. Seriously, they were good. Even though I did have nine for 151 and <laughs> touchdown <laughs> against that, that great stats. defense, exact yeah, stats, bro. At, at least I, you know, against the 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 uh, all league cornerback Dana Hall, but they were the best defense I've ever played against in my life. Damn, by far. And they probably knew it too. Oh man, you know what? They never the offense never played the, on their fifth on their side of the fifty yard line ever. They were always held on the opponents. That's crazy. So I think it was Billy Joe Hobart. Uh, you know they had forty something yards every time to go to score. That's nothing. And that's when Mario Bailey, one of my good friends, just went bananas that year. And, and uh, he and Desmond Howard 
had similar stats, but Desmond won the Heisman because of the the uh, punt return. Yeah, changed everything. But but he had better stats than than Desmond. Twenty four touchdowns, something stupid. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean forty yards. I mean you're doing that in a play. He was you're doing that in a That's play. Right. One play. And you got a receiver like Mario that you can get the ball to. Yeah, they, yeah. they were just they were just really good, man. That's crazy. So we going routing back to the Dwayne Haskins thing. I think I think it's a great point. Um, and we when we had Ryan Leaf on the show, coincidentally, he brought up the point of how these guys, you know, they like to draft these young quarterbacks because it's not the, the days where Sam Bradford is getting a ridiculous deal as yeah. a rookie is gone. Yeah, they're gone. Those days are gone. Right. Stafford gone. You don't get those quarterbacks under these massive sixty million dollar year contracts anymore. They're under the rookie scale. Yeah. So you can afford like look what the Rams have done. With Goff under scale, right. for now, he's in his third year this year. They have him for next year and the year after that because they'll pick up his fifth-year option. The, you could build around him. You could sign Sue yeah. for $14 million. You could sign Weddle. You could sign Aqib Tlaib. You could trade yeah. for Marcus Peters. You could yeah. sign Donald, Gurley, and Cooks. Whatever the fuck you want That's to right. sign them to. The Raiders have put money at AB. Yeah. They still they have three draft picks. Bro. Yeah. Three first-round draft yeah. picks. And they got money still. And they still got money because they so, didn't sign Le'Veon Bell. Right. And, and you know, I, I I hope they that they would have, but I'm cool with not. But what my my theory behind Derek Carr, aside from him not being able to play with AB, is you know this kid Haskins. I, I I'm going on to say he's going to be around for a long time. He's going to be like a Pro Bowl caliber player for a long time. Um, he's got he's got everything right. So you put somebody like that, somebody young that's that's up and coming. You can build around. Plus, you got draft picks. I, I know, I know, we need that defense to get to get better. But you know, just go defense from from there on. You know, you got a good, great receiver now. You got a, a, the uh, offensive tackle from the um, Patriots. The line is good. You may need a running back, mm-hmm. but but you can get running backs in any round of this draft. Yeah, and Crawl, he'll he'll get you a hundred yards if you block for him. I mean, know? I think you know they're paying Derek Carr. Twenty-five million a year right now. That's what I'm saying. See, but the problem is, who where is he gonna go? Who, who would yeah, actually I don't, trade? I don't, I don't know that many teams are willing to take on that contract and and and, and, actually, and actually need Derek Carr. There's right. Only, there's only one scenario. I say you can't do like a Brock Osweiler situation because Carr's actually good and Brock Osweiler was a disaster. Carr's yeah, a good quarterback. He's, he's a not, good quarterback. He's not. He's not like Russell. He's not a top ten quarterback, and he never no. will be, bro. Well, like, he he could he could have been, but like I said, something happened with that injury and injury. And make no mistake about it, it takes from someone who tore his ACL, MCL, PCL. Injuries are more mental than they are physical, because mm. you're so scared that that shit's gonna happen again. Watched in the NBA with Gordon Hayward, Paul George. He and, takes the he, and the thing about it is, injuries beget other injuries. Shit doesn't stop. You all of a sudden you got a hamstring that's messed up. Like, wow, damn, why is this? Because you're you're compensating now from your, your knee. Injury. Yeah. So all that's got you know he had an Achilles. Was it Achilles or a broken ankle? Broken ankle, I think. Yeah. I think it was an ankle. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's in his brain, man. Because that was a fluke play. How he got hurt. Mm-hmm. That was unfortunate. And I was a Derek Carr guy. I just don't think he can. He could handle. And they were scary ABC. that season too, man. man. The, when he was healthy, they were scary. Man, that was a really good, really good team that year. Yep. Um, so that's why I say I, I you know, I, I like I'd like them to to uh take a chance on Haskins. He he probably won't. But no. 
I think a cool scenario would be a wild scenario I've heard thrown around, and this is just a suggestion by somebody. Was they trade those first? They they move Carr hmm. to like a Washington or a New York. Washington just got uh, what's his name? Case Keenum. What is Case Keenum, bro? Derek Carr, Case Keenum. I like Derek Carr better, younger at least. I like him. I liked him better two years ago. Yeah, they they can move him to a team like that, a team like Miami, for like a third round pick. They trade their three first round picks. Now see, that's the rub. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I'd want more for Derek Carr than third round. Second round pick. I. I mean, at least. For he ain't worth the first round. He's not worth the first round. You get a second round pick from Miami. Not with that contract. Get too. rid of that contract. Yeah. You trade four, twenty four and twenty seven. To the four. Seattle Seahawks. For Russell. Russell Wilson is worth three first-round picks, without a doubt. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give up three first-round picks for Russell. Wilson. I would give up three first-round picks and Nick for, for <laughs> Russell. <laughs> for I, Russell don't, I don't think that's. I, would give I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up three first-round picks. That's basically just like for for going the draft. Yeah, you're just saying, eh, you know. Yeah. But they have the rest of the. We're draft. gonna it's sit not the draft. I, would, I wouldn't do that. I go. I go with the young guy, and I I fill the other pieces with whatever I get from Derek Carr and. I still got two first rounds. Yeah, I mean that's a ridiculous scenario. That is ridiculous. It's never. Gonna there's, n- I mean, there's just no way that Gruden does it. Also, no. if I'm doing that, I'm keeping Nick. Nick, I got your back. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that, Toss. Yeah, I wouldn't give up three first picks for hell. I don't think I'd do that for anybody. Oh, there's guys I would do it for. I wouldn't do it for Aaron Donald. I would. I, Who's somebody you'd give up three first round picks for in the league right now? It would have to be a, it have to be a combo. Draft. It would have to be a combo of like Jadavian Clowney and JJ Watt. For both, bro, I would give it. If I have Aaron Donald, no, we're talking about one person. One person, nobody. I don't think you give up nobody. three first round draft they just picks give up in two, the same draft. They just give up two for Khalil Mack in I the same draft. Two first I mean, round in the same draft. It's tough in the same draft. I would yeah. give up. I would give up two in this draft and one in the next draft for Aaron Donald. No questions asked. That is a guy on the interior, on the fucking interior of the line that could get you twenty sacks. Yeah. That's he's a beast. I mean, if anybody, well, don't know, man. Like like Khalil Mack when they did that, I was like, what the, what's but, going on but over they, there? They, they're going. They're the, they're the king of the north, bro. They're the king of the fuck. And I know you killed that series in a ridiculous amount of time. You know what the king of the? How'd you know? Because Eric I, and, and uh, yeah, they told me. You watched, <laughs> man, that I, shit got me hooked. How fast do you watch Game of Thrones? Bro? I watched it in a. I, t- I think it took me a month to watch it. Okay, that's less than they told me. I heard. They, it. I heard it was word, nine. Word days. on the street was ten days. Word on the street. I didn't watch that shit in ten days. We'll pretend like it was ten days because that's ridiculous. There's like no time to eat or sleep if you're doing oh, it. In there's 10 no days. time to do nothing, man. I would watch that. That's <laughs> we ridiculous. Were, I can see you getting hooked though on your own. All of a sudden, next thing you know, it's two weeks later, bro, and you've seen everything. Man, you, you, you probably I was, picked up on that shit too, though. Oh man, that shit that had me. I'm telling you. <laughs> That had me, and I'm texting these guys. How and you, the fuck do you kill Ned Stark in the first season? <laughs> yeah, oh, you don't even know, bro. Oh god, you didn't even know half the characters that were. And the, and the clock was ticking because premieres uh, of the yeah. last season finale is Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. The so finale. I thought I thought I was gonna be able to you know catch it right when the uh, finale or or the new season came. Yeah. But I finished that shit in record time. I was and like, now you have time to watch the fan days. <clears throat> You watch YouTube videos on what's going to happen. I ain't doing all that shit. I, I like it to get the backstory. It's kind of entertaining, honestly. I'm not a fanatic. I'm but a fan, not a fanatic. <laughs> no, you are, you're a fan, bro. I'm uh, definitely a fan. I like me some Khaleesi, boy. 
who, bro, who, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't like them? Speaking of fandom, second down, growing up in Los Angeles, you're a big LA sports fan, presumably, except yeah. for the Raiders. Well, you know, I'm I, well, the I Raiders grew, are from LA too, yeah. So, yeah, I grew up in Pasadena. We, we don't consider ourselves LA people, okay? We're, we're different. LA people don't even consider Pasadena, they call us country, okay? So, growing up, yeah. A different country than we're used to, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the, yeah, okay, so, so yeah, LA, LA sports. I like all, I support all LA teams, Dodgers, Lakers, yep. and then you support the Raiders, Raiders, uh, still, still. um, and Angels, Angels, everybody. Which team do you have most faith in right now? Dodgers, presume, yeah, 100%. I took faith meaning gonna win it, yeah, yeah. I took. I actually told Nick I, in our show a couple week, couple shows ago that I think the Dodgers are gonna win it all this year. You think so? Yeah, you. Lo- I. They are. They can hit, bro. They can hit. Like they're on fire right now. Their middle. Their their bullpen, man, scares me though. Their their middle. Their middle rotation, man. Not good. Not good. But you're also missing. You're missing the ace in the hole. Yeah. He like listen, bro. You want to talk about best you've ever seen? At how much you've seen some pitchers? Clayton. The, at, at full health. He, uh, man, Clayton. Clayton doesn't do it in the postseason, man. He was fine. He was good against the this, Astros. This last one. He he did. This was probably the best postseason he's had. Prior to this, no. He was bad in the Indians one. Yeah. I'm See, bad. and that's the and that's the and that's the thing. The he, Astros one. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Him and you, Darvish. But 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 um, Clayton needs to. He needs to take that next next step, man. But yeah. If you want to be great, you have to perform when it's when yeah. it's necessary. Say yeah. what you love about Kurt Schilling, bro. Clutch. 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 Clutch, but see, he, he had this like like Peyton Manning was the was the best regular season quarterback ever until he won the championship, right? Mm-hmm. Then he, then he was yep. basically gifted one at Denver. Gifted, and I'll say it too. Yeah, that was. I gift. mean, you can't deny it. We watched the damn game. I I called Drew Bledsoe that year before uh, the season even started when I saw Peyton. I was like, he's done. Just just the throws he was making, he's done, man. He's had too many neck injuries. Yeah. He should yeah. just re- retire. I mean, I wake up with a stiff neck, and I have, like, trouble getting Come in the shower, bro. I can't That's imagine. That's crazy. He has, he's had eight or nine, was it, eight, nine neck? Get, get out of here, He man. doesn't even have the same neck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a different neck, bro. But Clayton's got to do it. He's got to do it in the postseason, man. But there's no denying who he is and what, what how great he is. Mm-hmm. First ballot, easily. Easy. Uh, but he's he's got to I, – I, I like this kid, Walker Bueller, though. He's nasty. I like this kid, Walker Bueller. I like Urias. Yeah, Urias is good. I think he – the thing with Urias, it's like an, he he was injured, and we – you know, I didn't give him – I gave him a short leash, which is unfair because he's like 22, and he came into the scene when he was 18. Yeah. And he got hurt pretty much right away. Right away. Right. So I think I would like to – Was it Tommy s- John? Yeah. I'd yeah, like to see uh, – his UCL, baby. <laughs> Pop that thing right off. I think – I would like to see them use Urias in the middle. Like the Red Sox use Evaldi in the playoffs or in the late in the season, and let him kind of work his way back, get used to the rotation. Yeah. Kind of how like the White Sox use Chris Sale. Yeah, Chris Sale. Like people forget that he wasn't a starter right away. Right, he right. was like in the back end of the right, bullpen. But I like that guy. I like him too. I, I like think he's got stuff. Let him throw his heat at the end of the game and in inning seven yeah. eight to get to Kenley. Yeah, I could see that. But I like Walker Bueller. This kid Bellinger. Bellinger's, you know what, man? I, I, the only problem with this year's this year's team is, and I think they're great, but I, I don't have anybody that's my guy. Like Puig was my guy. He's not there anymore. Like for the personality, for the, the way he plays, the whole thing, man. You, you know, there's there's players on teams that, like for example, 
I'm I'm primarily a Laker fan because my favorite players were on the Lakers. Yeah. Magic Johnson, my favorite player. Shaquille O'Neal is one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. That's why I became a fan. So I'm more about the the player than the organization. Um, and I just gravitate towards players on the on the team. And I don't have anybody that's my guy on the Dodgers yet. Maybe I, I developed that, but I, I just feel like anybody. they've they've kind of like moved on from all the like the OG Dodgers, you know, of the two thousands, like Matt Kemp and Ethier. Like those guys are gone now. Like got rid of Puig. So like I think the like the new generation like is Seager, and and he's even Justin dope. Turner. He's dope. I mean, all of them. Like I said, don't get me wrong; they're all great. It's just uh, there's nobody that like I had if 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 I got Spectrum just because. Of the Dodgers, right, and because of Puig, I have yeah. I haven't seen I hadn't seen a Dodger game this year yet. They're wow, they're on fire. <laughs> no, I I, I, no, I, I follow. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I got my ticker and all. I got the of course one of my favorites on there, but I just it just I don't have anybody on that team that that's from, my guy. I from what I've been playing. watching, Bellinger that I've seen this year is more he's more focused right now, yeah. and play, he's, his play discipline has been. Off the charts, right. right? Where before, and you know that comes with experience, right? That comes with losing yeah. twice. I mean, he, in the World this Series, his third or fourth year. This is third. This is, this is yeah, third year. Man, She's so young. Is, the guy's incredible. Man. Yeah, but I mean, this year he just he seems really focused. I I think he's gonna have like an MVP caliber season this year. He could. I mean, I think right now he's already putting up those type of numbers, and if he continues to do that, well, that'll be player no of the way. month. I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm hoping he becomes that guy. I'm hoping. I'm, I, I'm hoping I can gravitate towards one of these players. I, I, I mean, I like them all. I think they're they're great. It's just none of them's my guy that I got to see watch. I, I had to I've, watch. I think the guy that people will start to gravitate towards um, is Seager. I think he is the most consistent player. Yeah. I mean, that setback last year. I mean, if he hadn't got injured, who knows? Dude, Maybe they won the World Series. Rookie of the Year and top three MVP finisher. This guy is. He's the glue. You you talk about that now in baseball. Gone are the days, not gone, but most of gone-ish are the days your best hitter hits number three. The best hitter on the team hits number two. The guy is your most consistent hitter who can put it out of the park, but you know is an on-base machine. A guy they have to pitch around to set up your three guy, to put your guy on first, to drive him home if he's on second or first. You need that two hitter. That's why Judge hit second for the Yankees. You see, Mookie doesn't hit leadoff for the Red Sox anymore. They're dropping down to second or third, right? And Ben Attendee. I like that off. guy, too. Yeah. Trout, Trout hits number two. I like Goldschmidt. that. really like that guy. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't, bro? Goldschmidt hits number two. Yeah. That's just, listen, bro, that's like that's how it's done. You nowadays. know, Seager's so good, you can let Manny Machado walk away. Oh, yeah. And that's Machado, how good Seager is. And Machado's better. And Ma- better than Seager? Yeah. I don't know. He's better. Right he, now. I, I think right he. Now. I think Seager will pass Machado. Impossible. I think Machado just had, uh, you know, he's a seasoned player. This is what, Seager's, what, third year? Fourth, fourth. year? Fourth year? I think Seager will get there. But right now, Machado's better, I agree. But upside later on. Oh, yeah. He's a team he was the top, you know, top prospect. And a guy that's actually panned out. Yeah. And this, and this is his first year back from injury, full year back. Yes. He's got to get eased back into it. So, and then going to the Lakers. You know, you, you love Magic. You love Kobe. You like LeBron as a player. I didn't love Kobe. You know what? I was, I was, I was, uh, I was w- on Shaq's side with the whole Kobe and Shaq riff. Yeah. So, love that. so I, I, I kind of, I kind of. Uh, How do you not love Shaq? I mean, 
Yeah, man. I, I, he's more. If, he's just more likable than Kobe. So I much think. more. I mean, that, that that was all. That's all it is. He's just yeah. a more likable dude. But <laughs> but don't get me wrong. Kobe is an absolute assassin. Second best two guard ever, ever. And he'll light your ass up. But at the same time, I was a Shaq Diesel guy. And uh, when that when that whole thing happened, I was kind of uh, salty on the Lakers. But to answer your question about Bron. I think Braun is one of the greatest players to ever do the thing, but I think he, I think players lose their game when he plays with them. I think they forgot. If you look at these last games without LeBron, they've been looking pretty good. They're clicking, yeah. Um, and I guys step up. They have to. They they have to. So yeah. so so Braun has to find a way to play with these guys instead of these guys having to find a way to play with Bron. Mm. Because every team that he goes on, he's had some pretty – people say Bron has no help. He he has had help over the years. And I just feel like guys don't play well with him. Yeah, I mean, for me, Josh and I argue back and forth all the time about who's better, MJ or LeBron, you know, because that's the age-old uh, question. What's the answer? Well, I say MJ. Oh, yeah, and that's not, a, and not even a conversation. Yeah, but you bring up Kobe, and that's like part of my – number one reason is that he doesn't have the killer mentality of the like he's, I just want to embarrass he's, he's the person. Not, he's not in front an assassin like right. Like But he should be. I mean you, you the, that's just not who he is. No, I, mean, I know. He is who he is. He's still one of the greatest ever, but you can't you can't be like he's not that great because he's not an assassin. He's great in his own way. He yeah. can he can pass better he can pass better than Mike or Kobe. I can give you that of course. He can pass better. He, he can rebound better. He can defend different people uh, the, what changes what, what what the difference is is to, I guess to your point is the mentality he's just not that assassin guy but he's still one of the greatest ever I oh mean, he's no on, question he's gotta be on he's gotta be on he's gotta be on the Mount Rushmore doesn't he yeah I mean he's my two he's just not my one if you take away if you take away all centers okay I see I don't believe centers should be in the conversation only because they're not ball handlers Right, they're five feet away from the basket all the time. They're there's, not going ninety. There's one big man in my round. He's a power forward center. He's in my Mount Rushmore. Tim, yeah, Tim Duncan. Duncan, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's a a big man, even though he does play, you know, down there. Does he? Did he ever play center though? Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. had to, but center. he was more of a. He's a power forward. Yeah, forward. he's a four, he, but he's played center. Like right, him, KG's a four, but he's played center. Right, so we're we're gonna just keep him as a four. So Mount Rushmore, absolutely, but like like. You know the Walt, uh, uh, Bill Russell, the you know those guys and Shaq. Kareem. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Hakeem. I wouldn't. This is those guys aside. Bron is on on the Mount Rushmore. Has to be with Mike, Magic, and Tim, or Larry. That one can. That okay, one. That's can a different conversation. So 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 here's my top. Let's let's do it nice this way. Yeah. Then. Top five. I would have. Uh, Magic run the point. MJ run uh, number two, and I'd have Bird at three. Yeah. Braun at four, and Duncan at five. Shaq. No, Duncan's not on mine. It's 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 uh, it's Kareem, and I'd have Kobe coming off of the bench. And I know that's you know Braun's not really a four, so that's why I'm kind of cheating. He can, but he can play that. He can right. play anything. He can play that. But I gotta have some shooting, so I gotta have Bird over there. I I would I would you can't you can't not have Magic Co- Magic Michael 
one two. You can't. It's impossible. Impossible. It's an. It is. They are the. He is the best point guard and he is the best shooting guard and that is that. That's that. You could get away with putting LeBron at the four. If we're doing that, I have to bump Duncan away, who I think is the best four. Um, and it's not even close. As good as Dirk is, as good as KG is, it's as not good as Dirk is, as good as, as, good as, Carl as good is, Carmel, you can't. It's as good as Barkley is, he's, he's not. Nobody's better than Tim Duncan. Yeah. I would have to go Shaq at the five because Diesel. he's prime, dominant, you, most you, dominant. You can't. You cannot guard him. No. <laughs> but you can't guard that skyhook either. But you can't guard skyhook, and that's why, as a Celtics fan, it pains me to say this. I can't have Larry as my three. Who would you put? KD. Because you cannot guard him. Can't be mad at that either. You cannot. See, guard that's what that's these conversations, man. It, it, there's no, there's no wrong answers. No, nah, there's so many. And you know what's great. crazy about oh. it? As great as Kobe is, he's not on either one of our starting teams. Oh no. No. Would he even come on? Would he come off the bench on yours? And he come off the bench for mine. Yeah. But at that point, it's like, I don't know if I... Yeah, yeah, he's like, he becomes the greatest Jamal Crawford at all of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, I mean, I, I would also do... I would do Shaq at the five, too. Because right. I think from a... Because when you have those many guys, like, the way that the center is involved is not in the post-up capacity, like how Kareem needs to get his touches. Shaq right. can play off-ball better than anyone in the game because he's there for the the yeah. weak side oop. I mean, you, you, uh, you, you, you know? You can't, you can't, you know. He's just so You're good. not wrong. He's so dominant. Yeah. You're not wrong. But what's what do we think of what's happened with, you know, Magic coming out you and know him what? stepping it, down? This was, comp- this was one of, and I've, I was listening to everything since then as much as I could. Um, and what I assess from it is he's salvaging a friendship with Jeannie Buss, ultimately. I think they had some uh, disagreements about Luke. I think he wanted to fire Luke, and she didn't. Mm-hmm. And But she was like, go ahead if you want. It's your team, kind of a deal. Giving them that kind of free. But if he would have done it, it would have caused a problem. At the same time, I, I uh, listening to what he said, he was not complimentary towards Palenka. And he used words like backstabbing in the NBA and trust all that stuff, and I think that was directed towards Palenka. I think somewhere in the cracks, he was he felt betrayed by Palenka in some way, shape, or form. Then he thought to himself, he's like, you know what? I'm Magic Johnson. I'm worth five hundred million. Why should I'm the I greatest ha- point guard of all time? Yeah. Why should I handcuff myself where I can't congratulate Russell Wilson for his tremendous year again? Why can't I be a mentor to Ben Simmons when he reaches out? This is not who I am. So, so Brian, I think he just steps down. Brian Windhorst, the resident mm-hmm. expert on mm-hmm. LeBron, on all things LeBron, came out and said that he thinks that it's because Magic is just not cut out to be head of basketball operations. I mean, and, Do you and, think that that's I, kind I, of the case? I think we are who we are. Magic Johnson was not groomed to do that. I don't – he's – this is – Magic's in his – 50s yeah right so he he's starting another career after assuming so many other positions on other careers so this is a new thing for him so he's got to have a learning curve yeah right i don't think he has the patience or the mindset for that job and that's fair and that's fair just because you you're a great player jackson didn't he was an unbelievable one of the best head coaches of all time didn't have the mindset for it when he went to the front office right isaiah thomas blue Absolutely terrible. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Uh, Joe Dumars was pretty good, and he hadn't even gotten a, sh- a shot at the thing again. 
Yeah. That's interesting. So Magic looked at himself and was like, you know what? I don't need all of this. I'm Magic Johnson. I'm free. And and the fact that he's been his own boss for so long and all of a sudden he's having people tell him rules, I think it kind of touched his ego a little bit. He was like, you know what? Forget all y'all. I'm going to salvage this friendship and get the hell on. Yeah, I think, and he just wasn't good. He's at gonna it. have more success as he an just owner. Wasn't good at it, you know, not yeah. not president of, of basketball operations. We, uh, he could buy. He's he owns part of the Dodgers. Yeah, I know. I'm saying great, that. Yeah, that's, that's a great. Yeah, that's a great point, Nick. And I think we we talk about it on the show, every like once every three shows it comes up. The whole Julius Randall fiasco, signing Rondo, McGee, Stevenson, and KCP instead of just locking up Randall, who had he been there and had this other those other four guys, I'm talking about Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, and Braun been healthy. If that was their starting five with Randall, that team would have gone to the playoffs. Oh, that's a playoff team without a doubt. Well, if you look at it, man, there were four before Braun got hurt. You know what I mean? With that team. They they were doing pretty well. Oh, you got let the let the boys play. Who? Let the boys play. These That's kids play. Like you're tr- and then they make the whole thing with Anthony Davis. They come out home, home empty-handed. And even see, now, but see, this is what I'm saying. Why? Why? I mean, you have to take a shot at Anthony Davis. If you have a chance to get in this dude, you have to shoot your shot. This is a once-in-a-generational type of guy. And imagine him and LeBron playing together. You have to take your shot. But I agree with you. I don't. I don't think LeBron should have come here in the first place. I think you should have kept Randall, and I think you should have kept uh, the point guard, the, the, the snitch. D'Lo. Oh, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. Well, but <laughs> see, I think it's one of those, for me, Josh and I talked about this all the time, it's like it's a James Harden situation where if D'Angelo Russell doesn't go to the Nets, he's not D'Angelo Russell that we see this year. But but if you remember, <clears throat> him coming out of college, he was really nice. Oh, he was. And he was he was one. He was Forget Lonzo Ball. He was the guy of the future. He was the Lakers' next right. guy. And and the Laker great Norm Nick Nixon was like that guy is the truth. I mean, we're gonna and then that snitch stuff happened. And it was, he just kind of yeah. you know it was time for him to go. He's smooth. I love his Man, game. His, his game. And he's a lefty and too. I, I I was I was in his corner all the way up in time where he snitched. And that's what the problem with Kobe is when Kobe snitched. That was yeah. a problem for me too. Well, I I so, if, so if Nick Young's not on that team, then then there's no issue, and Delo's still Swaggy there. Swaggy P stirring the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Swaggy P is the the goat, dude. You can't deny that. I like Swaggy. I, who I like doesn't, Swaggy. bro? You have to be ridiculous not to love Swaggy P. No matter what he does, no matter who he is, you gotta love him. But I, people are too. I think people need to need to. Uh, uh, you know, give Magic a, a, some slack. You know, I I think the job that he did was okay. I think more uh, they had bad luck as opposed to uh, because if you look at if you uh, see was it see uh Carl Anth- was it uh Pope was his name Contavious Carl Pope so. He was known as a shooter. KCP. Mm-hmm. He was known as a shooter before he got there. Hart, last year, he was lighting it up. Yeah. yeah. Everybody know Kuzma can shoot. Everybody know Brandon Ingram can shoot. There are four shooters I just named that all of a sudden disappeared when Bron came, for the most part. Mm-hmm. But when Bron left, all of a sudden, CP, he got 35 the other night. Yeah. I was yeah. there. <laughs> it's like where's that from? Where's that, man? Yeah, right. So smart, it's bro. it's a combination. It's a combination of of like I said, the point I made earlier is that Braun does something to people's games. To the injury bug got them. He he does, and it's also it's different bringing you know when he's on like the Cavs and you bring Channing Fry, who's like thirty five and like can't really move, but he can knock down threes and get you rebounds. Right. Versus 
Contavious Caldwell Pope, who's like 26 and like was one of the main guys on the Pistons. Like these young guys who like have something to prove and like aren't necessarily the type of veterans that are going to sit there at the three-point line and just knock down threes. That's not who they are. When they get with Braun, they feel swallowed by the Braunness. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I've I've watched these guys play, and I'm like, he's doing so well on that other team. He was doing so well before he got playing with Braun. And you can just look at it. Everybody just waits for waits for Braun. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, last question. Do Do they bounce back and make the playoffs next year? It depends Just on gut what, check. It depends on what what happens this off season. Of course, of course. That's it. I know they got room for one max. I think. I think Kyrie's coming. That's that's my guess because I don't see if anybody Kimba, but I know, I know, uh, Kawhi is not coming. He's staying in Toronto. I think he's going to the Clippers. I agree with that. I think he's staying in Toronto. I think he's coming home. Wait till he goes to when he goes to the championship. They're going to the championship, and, but but you know he's already a proven champion. He's already got one uh, MVP under his belt. Why not come home for the rest of the shit? Yeah. Why stay in Toronto? I mean, you know one thing about us. Toronto's Cal- not a bad city. What? No, it's great actually. <laughs> you know, I used to play for Edmonton, so. But, but, one thing about us Southern Cowboys, we like to come home. We oh, like that doubt. I mean, how can you not? There's so much pride about SoCal. It's a lot of it. And then we got this weather, and we got the weed, and we got the women. And if Kawhi goes to the Clippers and this Clippers team now, they can – they're already in the playoffs. They got two max slots next year. Yeah, it's going to – it's probably going to be Kawhi and Boogie. I actually was going to say – I was actually going to say the Lakers hold hold stout, keep the young guys, and they bring in Boogie. I think he's the guy they go to. I like that. I like that. Boogie's coming to L.A. So you think he's going to LA? you think he's going going to the Clippers? Bro, he's, gonna, he's gonna win a ring this year and go to the Los Angeles. Go to Los Angeles. I I, I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I like him either one, Clippers or or. Uh, he's he's a top five big man when he's healthy. Easy, easy, top three. Easy, and and is anybody gonna beat them this year? No, bro. What? How can you? How can you? How can you? You have five Hall of Fame type players stepping on the. It's an All Star team. It's crazy. And they were all starters in the All-Star team last year. It's literally the Monstars. All on the same team. It is literally the Monstars with no Looney Tunes and no special juice, bro. It's crazy. It is is crazy. (laughs) Transitioning to now your life post-athletics, you're Mm. in the film industry. Mm. How how was that transition for you? Uh, uh, it 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 was really difficult, man. It was really difficult. It, you, you know, I, I came out here, and I didn't tell. When I came out, it was, okay, let me back up. I used to, after after um, my last year, which was Edmonton, um, I tore my ACL again. And at that point, how old were you? Uh, sh- let's do some math. I guess I think it was 29 or 30. No, maybe I was older than that. It was 2000. So that that's, what, 19 years ago, mm-hmm. 47 now. So, well, how old was I? You're 28. Yeah, 28, 29. So, um, um, I uh, I was in Moreno Valley, and I, I always knew I wanted to be in the business. I just didn't know what what part of it. Um, so I was trying to find a job in Hollywood. Couldn't find it. I felt if I got here, I could find a way to make movies. Um. So I took a job as a door-to-door salesman out in Reno Valley. I would literally, they would literally drop us off 
at like strip malls and I'd have on my hard shoes, my tie, put my jack uh my my uh duffel bag full of merch and solicit. And it was the first time, it was probably the most humbling and gratifying time of my life because for the first time in my life people were digging me without knowing who I was or who or catching a football. All my accolades and all my you know, since high school then Philip Bobo the football player where if it was up to me I would have went to Juilliard or something out of high school, but I just didn't have, you know, that access or nobody explained to me how to attain that kind of thing. So, you know, you get offered a football scholarship as being the only person in your family to go to college at the time, you gotta go. Mm. So I had all of that stuff disdain for football all through my uh, career. So uh, this woman walks up to me and she says, uh, I, I did that door-to-door thing for about two years. So I think I'm my early 30s, 32. When when she walked up to me, she said, "Did you do you want to be a model?" I'm like, oh, I ain't, ain't no model. <laughs> like, you want to be a model scout? Where's the job? She said, Hollywood. Yep. Dropped everything. Left the girl I was with. Came out here, slept in my car for about two weeks. Just so happened that the owner of the agency uh, had a uh, apartment building in uh, Long Beach. So I was driving from Hollywood from Long Beach to Hollywood every day, and I was paying him by the people that I scouted. Ended up, you know, doing really well uh, and owning one of the companies later. Uh, but the transition was was difficult because I didn't tell anybody that I played football when I came here. I didn't want it like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be like the grassroots, dig your shit in, learn the business, you know, started from the bottom kind of thing. Because it, it, as an artist, that's that's the way you find your authenticity. Where a lot of football players use their name and they get walked into places, but they're not the real deal. Right. I wanted to be the real deal. Wherever just decided, wherever I landed in the business, I wanted to be the real deal. So I went to film school. Then coming out of film school, I thought I wanted to direct. Uh, I did some intern internship, and uh, I directed a short, and I acted in it, and I realized that uh, I'm a pretty good actor. You know, even though I went to college when I was in college, I mean, people would literally was crazy. Let me back this up. There, I, I was in this class. And this girl, she was sitting there for four hours while I was doing the scene. And the other students were doing their scenes. And I was like, what is this girl doing? And all of a sudden, at the end of the class, she pulled a football out. And everybody's signature was on it from the team. She said, my brother wanted your signature on here. And it just dawned on me. It's like, people don't even take me serious as an actor. They want Philip Bubba the football player. That was the issue that I was battling. I was like, man. I'm more than a football player, mm-hmm. you know. So then, I, then of course, I, I was I was writing throughout the whole time, and uh, then I met our teacher, mm-hmm. and he took my acting game to another level. And it was 
pretty much uh, done after that. It's cold in here, man. In this room? Not cold. <laughs> <laughs> man, you played in that in that snow game, and you're calling this cold? Man, I'm <laughs> tropical people, man. Yeah. We don't play that. <laughs> Get him a blanket. You got me freezing in here. Damn, man. that's crazy. I didn't. My I voice didn't, shaking and shit. You, didn't, you, you, <laughs> you, sl- you slept in your car for two weeks? Yeah, man. That's wild, bro. That, well, that Texas know, that Texas blanket looks good on you, man. Man, I don't care what it is. It's warm. It's a nice blanket, bro. <coughs> but see, I, you know, that wasn't the first time that that's happened, you know, as far as being homeless kind of a deal. You know, growing up was tough. So, I'm, you know, I was, I was, I'm, I was tailor-made for the grind that I was looking to, to, to get into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had the background to withstand that kind of shit. Yeah, a lot of people definitely wouldn't be able to, you know, just put up with all that and just go through with all that. I mean, you're a strong-willed guy. And they would have quit after two yeah. days in the car. They would have quit. Let alone the rest of everything after that. Man, I got so many instances in my life that people would have quit. A lot. If I told you guys this would be like a Dr. Phil moment, <laughs> I'm not going to go into it all, but, you know, like you said, that's one of them, definitely. You got to think about it. I've been grinding specifically for this business for 10 years, and I'm just getting to the point to where I'm attaining, I'm attaining my goal. Like, I've never done auditions. I never wanted to be just an actor, just going out there and auditioning and doing that grind. I wanted my own shit. Because when I got out here, I was interning, I was a uh, casting assistant for a couple people, and people are just fucked up out here. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, a lot of people out here in this industry, you know, a lot of people step on each other to, to get where they got to be. And you know? they don't give a shit about you. No. So I, I've had a couple instances where that happened. I was like, okay. And I remember, don't ask me why, but I was in the middle of the street in Long Beach, <coughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. Nobody out there. I called my brother and I said, I'm going to make my own shit. I said, I don't care what I have to go through, what has to happen, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm just tired of it. And, and you know, mad sacrifices, mad everything. everything. Anything you can think of has happened to me. Repos, evictions, uh, everything. Uh, and I'm just getting to the point to where I got my own shit. It's crazy. There's nothing. There's nothing like your own shit. Even like a show. Even like a show like this, where we were at this for a year. I started the show over a year. I started the show under this blanket you're wearing around your, (laughs) in my underwear, bro. Oh man, why you gotta tell me that? He washed it. I washed it. Oh okay, maybe like twice. I I started the show (laughs) in the blanket you're wearing around you in my room in the last place I lived where I shared a bedroom with another dude. We these two joined the show five six episodes in. We did we did this for a year and a half before we had any kind of athlete on, trying to trying to get it going. The, some days would be unbelievable. Josh some and I sat inside my car at four in the morning recording an episode one time. Four in the morning. It was just a bunch of knuckleheads talking about sports. I mean, and that's cool, but it's it's where it's your own shit. Your it's your own shit. And that you you work on you see yourself get better. That's right. And that's like that's the rewarding part that, right. that you're talking about. That's right. Yeah, yeah, bro, we sucked nuts when we first did this. 
I sucked. You go listen to the first episode. Let me just take show. that figuratively. Yeah, no, no. We, <laughs> Nick did a couple. It was weird. those are a couple weird shows when Nick was. Hey, we needed guests, man. <laughs> we needed guests. That's like that. Did you guys see that? Uh, Firefest. Yes, when the guy was gonna go take one for the team. That Dude, shit was bro, crazy. That was Nick, bro. He was like, we had him in that bathroom over there, mouthwash and everything, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, it's hilarious. But that's, there's nothing in the world like you. And like, even when you're at your this connect, it's when even when this is at its most frustrating. I'm sure even when you're writing and you're producing and things are about to get there and they fall through, even when it's most frustrating, you still have that little thing in your heart and in your mind. And even if it's on a piece of paper, that's your own shit. And so no one can take it away from you. So my heart's been broken a whole bunch of times. Uh, I, I, I. Uh, there's this one time where we're supposed to sign papers, and the day before the guy supposed to sign, he sent the email saying he's canceling. He doesn't want to do it anymore, just out of nowhere. Matter of fact, he was a guy who came to Adam's class because he was a uh, the boyfriend to an actress. And he plucked me out after my scene, and he remembered me from the Raiders. Invited me out, courted me for about six months, read my shit, loved it. The day before, since the email, broke my heart. I mean, that was that was a bad one because it was right there. Um, two years ago. Fishburn, and I think I told you about this. You told this. me this when you were rehearsing, yeah. Yeah, Fishburn. I was waiting for Fishburn, and uh, he ended up dropping out for whatever reason. Heartbreak. But that's a, f- that's a fish, bro. Yeah, but but a month later, you know, I get the call of all calls, and 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 you know, it it turns out to be. I can't really go into it right now, but. It's it's everything that I ever. It's more than what I I thought it would be. You never get a call like that. It's crazy. It's 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 this is like. This is why we do. This is why I I started doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited because that when I first met you almost a year ago, this was like, yeah. I was waiting for fish. You're waiting. That's when you were waiting for. Him. I was waiting. When I first met you a year ago. I was waiting. I was waiting for I waited for him for two years. Two years. I mean, if you get somebody like that, you gotta wait. Yeah. Yeah, but bro, you 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 go around you go around them at that point. Yeah. You gotta wait. But you know, like I said, I'm I'm glad it happened the way that it happened because what's happening now is just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's, it's ridiculous. Excited. That's crazy. Oh, amazing, man. Oh, Speaking of ridiculous shit. and moments. We'll close it out with fourth down. Your okay. favorite sports memory of all time. Uh, uh, that that I played in? Played in, yeah, played in. Played in or as a, or or as it, a or fan. Or as a fan. Whatever. Yeah, cool. yeah. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, baby. Sports, for the sports memory. Man, there's so many of them. Uh, I don't know, man. Can you help, help, help me narrow it? You guys, it's like, too broad, I'll man. give you a, the cool. I think my favorite one that you've heard was definitely Leafs. When it was he, Ryan Leaf and his dad. What? On draft day, on draft, uh, no, on the on the Heisman. Oh Heisman, yeah, because because he knew that like he, he wasn't gonna, gonna win, win. And, so. and so him and his dad went to the bar with all these former Heisman winners, and like just to see his dad like playing interact. piano and singing with them. That yeah. was that's favorite. dope. That's his favorite moment as an athlete. That's dope. It's like a moment. Like I, that. You know what? I I, I I don't know, man. I you, the most recent 
was when um they and they inducted well there's two they inducted Bledsoe into the uh state of Washington Hall of Fame he called me up and wanted me to walk out on the field with him that was the first time I've been back to Wazoo I think since I left and it kind of put me back in the fold with the school that was pretty amazing and then the other one was uh my son started going to Wazoo. He graduated now, but he was going there, and um, they wanted to uh, honor me on the field, and it was it was good that he get he got to see that. So I walked out there, um, and they introduced me and played the video and, and all of that stuff. So was it crazy watching the video on the big screen from the field? Crazy. That was so bananas, man. And they were, and it was crazy is like they used to chant, oh, oh, well, back in the day when I was playing, they were doing that again when I was there. And my son said, That's I, awesome. I've never seen them do that to anybody. I've never seen them cheer this loud. It was like I was still playing. Seriously. Damn. Damn. It was so incredible, man. It made me, made me feel, made me feel really good and, and appreciated for, for the times uh, that, that I was there, you know? Yeah, that's fucking six boys memory. That's yeah, a great. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah. Real um, quickly, uh, who sits on the Iron Throne by the end of the? <laughs> we we had that coming. I oh, well, we're doing two, two minute, minute drill. Oh, yeah, oh this we're gonna close it out. Remind no, me. No, we're close out before yeah, seconds. We have two minute drill, so we close it out. Toss is gonna rapid fire. Okay. Question. Yes or no questions. Okay. Great segue. Well, that's not a yes or no question. Well, yes or no, it's or one one word answer. Or one word answer. Fill in these questions. <laughs> Yeah, on the spot. He right. wants to elaborate on that one, so we'll let you, you elaborate can, on you that You can one. elaborate as much as you want. Okay, so ask that last thing. Okay. That's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just like rapid fire. Okay. If you want a one-word answer it, cool. Okay. If you want to expound on it. I'll do my best, it. man. All right. Okay, who do the Lakers – who's a free agent they go for? Kyrie. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's your, you love golf. Yes. What's your handicap right now? Uh, 17. It's not bad. Mine's like – 7D. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh is like 700. All right, favorite restaurant in LA? Ooh, that's a good good question. Um, there's a whole bunch, man. LA got some good food. Um, mm, I don't know, man. Uh, La Louisiana, maybe. You don't even know that? That's no. an eagle. No, it's Where is it? That's an eagle. Like Cajun food? Yeah. yeah. Oof, I'm going to have to go. A lot of Louisiana's, though, they have live bands and, and all that stuff. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, my mom's from Louisiana, so I definitely have to Manchester. go. Manchester. So Manchester. Okay. And Overland. You seen Harry Potter? Hell no. <laughs> Good. And my Good. son drive me crazy with that Harry Potter. He wrote, he read all the books, man. Like you read those big ass books about some wizard shit. Yeah, bro. When we were kids, but yeah. I, but we, I, but I liked, I liked uh, uh, Lord of the Rings though. That we f- we find that half the athletes that we have on the show haven't seen Harry haven't Potter. Seen so we have to ask the question: Have you? Do you right. know like there's four different houses, and they put the hat on, and each one gets put in a different house at the school? Uh, no, you'd I don't be know. A, he'd be a Griffin. You know, he'd be Slytherin for sure. <laughs> What's Slytherin? Slytherin's the bad guy. Do you want to be in Slytherin? Yeah, that's you, bro. Why am I the bad guy? I'm no, nice I'm throwing guy. you in the good one, Gryffindor. Yeah. I got your back, Bubba. Gryffindor, that's the dude with the white beard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sure. Um, okay, I'm thinking of Gandalf from Lord, uh, Lord yeah. of the Rings. You can be him. 
He's on, cool. Man. I'm trying to keep up He's with cool. you, millennial <laughs> motherfucker. Um, which actors that you've seen have you inspired to be like, or just have inspired you in general? And Denzel Washington, 100%, for personal reasons. Go-to karaoke song. Oh, man, uh, Don't Be Cruel, Bobby Brown. No question, I kill it with that song. <laughs> Every time. I was on a cruise one day, just killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite sports hero growing up? Magic Johnson. MJ or LeBron? MJ. Yeah. Guilty Pleasure TV show? And, the, and I just started watching this uh, this this season, and I heard it's been gone for a while, but it came back. But Temptation Island had me. What is that one? Love Island. Temptation Island. What's Temptation Island? See, it was gone for a while. It came back. It's where they have all the couples go on this island, and then they separate uh, uh, them from their from their spouse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a whole bunch of single dudes and a whole bunch of single guys, and they have to spend the whole month with the, the the single girls or guys trying to get at him, it was bananas. That's crazy. And what was crazy is is the the I saw a, the cup one of the couples at at the W the other day, and I saw the, the finale was coming on that night. I was like, oh shit, is this, did this work? Because like, yeah. the dude broke up with his chick to get with that. Oh, oh it was bananas. drama. It Love was that. Bananas. So that's that was my guilty shit. That's crazy. I'm gonna have to check that one out. Yeah. And next, watch if wait when next season comes, you gotta check it out. It was bananas, and I, I you know, I would never. The girl, I was the girl I'm seeing right now. She's like, are you really watching this? Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, go to drink. Oh, uh, Long Island, 100. <laughs> percent Favorite pump up song. Oh. Uh, you're like about to play. Yeah. What are you bumping? I used to. There's a there's a guy named uh, Jody Sears that uh, he was. Um, uh, he was playing my position before I took it from him, when my freshman year, and he he, he hit me. Took to, it away. He I did. He hit me to uh, Motley Crue, uh, Doctor Feelgood. I used to get amped on for that. The, have you seen the new Motley Crue? No, on I, I, I saw it, but I, I'm gonna watch it one day. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out. But Doctor Feelgood, Motley Crue used to have me. <laughs> All right, most important position in football? Quarterback. Wide receiver, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. If you could pick one celebrity to be a presidential candidate, who would you pick? George Clooney. Ooh, that's who's, a good one. Who's his running mate? I, I would say Brad Pitt, but yeah, I, that'd I, be but a great tandem right there. But, I, but I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say uh, Matt Damon. Okay. Yeah. Favorite movie? Godfather. Last one. Who sits on the Iron Throne? Godfather 1? One? 1 or 2. Yeah, got uh, part 1, I, part 2. I, I, I like both of them, but I, I go with 1. Two, and then two, one, 2 is dope. Yeah. 1 is OG. Yeah. Who sits on the Iron Throne? Man, you know what, man? I, I'm just I'm just rooting for... I'm rooting for... for uh, even though there's some ancestral shit <laughs> that's, that's going to come between Khaleesi and Jon Snow, I, I hope they work that out and both <laughs> of them are sitting there. I, I together, really, so I, they're ruling yeah, together. Yeah, I yeah. really, I really like, I really like the king and queen kind of a Jon Snow and Khaleesi thing going on with the little inbred kid. With the little inbred kid, <laughs> I mean, just go, oh, I just, just so and the dragons, they're and still the dragons, there. Yeah. And, yeah. and and I, I just hope it, I hope it goes that. Not way. a Cersei fan. Which one's Cersei? She's the uh, Jamie's sister. 
Hell no, I can't stand that bitch. I, <laughs> She's ruthless know, though. Oh, she is, but but I don't like her ass, man. I don't like her at yeah. all. No, the weird, the like, the really messed up people are the ones that like want the Night King to win. Oh, that's me. You want the Night King to win? Hell yeah. That's crazy, dude. Which one's the Night the King? I, like the Ice King, the like crazy man. The, the Night Walker? Yeah, 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 the main guy. Yeah. Come on, how badass would that be if you just fucked everybody? Just he like, didn't even show up over. until like season he six. He doesn't even say anything, man. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think Sansa's gonna get it, bro. I think. No, he, I think Sansa's gonna be the one. I but. used to hate Sansa until she until she got Littlefinger's punk ass. I hated Littlefinger's oh, ass. He, he, he was this little snake ball. Watch <laughs> out. He might be still alive. Faceless man. Uh, Sansa. Nah, he got his shit sliced. Sophie Turner, the actress that plays Sansa, uh, was like at some Penn State bar like last week. Yeah, and she's Lady like, Stark. They're like chanting Lady Stark. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. That's it's a really crazy. cool video. Yeah, yeah. I, you know who else I, I couldn't stand was the little punk ass king? Joffrey. Joffrey. I'm glad he got. I'm glad he got choked up. My favorite, <laughs> and and I let y'all. Uh, my my favorite is um, is is Khaleesi, Jon Snow, and 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 the uh, the, the, the Tyrion, the, Tyrion, the little guy. I'm a Jamie Lannister fan. I think he's. I like great. Jamie, but I don't know about him just yet. He he's like sneaky too. I you know what you know what I think he's gonna betray his sister, man. Oh, he's definitely killing his sister. He, she toast. I think so too. He's gonna slit her throat. Yeah. I like Tyrion. I hope nothing bad happens because I know he got a little jealous when he saw Jon Snow beating them draws up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. Oh, man. All right. Well, Phil, that was a fucking amazing show. Thank you for coming on and spitting okay, with us, cool, dude. Man. Yeah. And to the fans out there, drag both feet inbound, swinging a full count. Baseball's back, baby. Rip that puck. Hockey playoffs start tonight. We're recording on Wednesday, so you'll they've already started by the time you listen on Thursday. Rip that putt. The Masters start on Thursday. Get excited. Big golf weekend. And, of course... NBA playoffs. March Madness just finished. Virginia went 14 of 14 from the line. Hit your free throws, guys. Why? Because they're free. We out here. We love to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube